Clive Romatibel joins us now. He's a market analyst. Good morning, Clive Izo. Hello! I wouldn't know why, why you were particularly excited today. It's Tuesday. Oh, no, but, <laughs> but you must start properly. You must introduce Clive properly. It's Clive Ozabantu. There you go. I'm, I'm going to, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, let's go straight to the market in yeah. Ozabantu. A rally in emerging market assets paused yeah. after two Federal Reserve officials floated the possibility of a rate increase as soon as April. We spoke about this in the first hour and, and the implication then uh, there too on, on the emerging af- uh, markets, South Africa included. There is a big implication that we're looking at, Bongi. Firstly, let's understand why uh, these two Federal Reserve Bank officials started talking about a possibility of a rate increase as soon as April. Firstly, the data from the United States has been positive, as you mentioned in the earlier hour. Mohammed did touch on it a little bit. But there's a second phase to it. The second phase is that there was a guaranteed rate increase for 2016. Remember, we spoke about the dots that are relevant to what the Fed is going to do throughout the entire year. In actual fact, we were shocked, obviously, at the beginning of this, uh, at last week, when they chose not to raise uh, interest rates. And, um, and citing the fact that, you know, the economy has looked a bit stronger, the dollar has retained to normality, and also the fact that they've created jobs uh, that were beyond their expectations. Remember, in February, they created something like 240,000 jobs. And, and so all these things now start to uh, trickle through into the economy. And so that's why it's difficult for them uh, uh, in, in, this, in last week's uh, uh, Fed meeting to decide to raise uh, the, 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 the interest rates. But now they've come back strong, and they're saying April is definitely the year. And what caused that? And it's because, obviously, they, didn't, they forgot one more thing that is a, a key element to what they promised us before, is that they are data-dependent. So if they are data-dependent, the recent data as well, which we saw last week, uh, also refers to um, pockets of the economy that do have problems. Uh, such things such as deflation, uh, such things uh, such as uh, obviously the energy sector, which has been hit by lower p- oil prices. So all those things now starting to create a little bit of a problem for them, and hence the reason why the emerging markets are going to slow down a little bit. And you might see it later on uh, at 9 o'clock when the JSC opens. Uh, you know what they're coming back from? It's Kama Kama. It's coming back from the holidays. So when they come back, They'll be suffering from this summer summer, and you might find them that they're going to be in the red most of the day. <laughs> we, 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 we will look at uh, the rallying stocks in, uh, in, in Asian markets, but I'm just yes. looking at, uh, at, at the rent uh, and, and other currencies exchange. I mean, I'm not too worried about the, the pound sterling. I think we're doing better there. We've gotten used to 2021 yes. thereabout and uh, the US dollar, but it's the, it's the euro that I'm worried about, really. It's running away. It's at 17.11 right now. What is, what is uh, really weighing our rent down on, against the euro? There, there's two factors. The first one is the fact that um, the eurozone is looking very, very positive slightly, and there's increased balances. Because if you talk about economies of scale, if you look at what the central bank has been trying to do, talk about Mario Draghi, they've really tried to stabilize. And remember, the other thing that sparked it is the fact that they've actually said they're going to continue to put in more stimulus. So they're going to put more money into the market to stabilize the equity market and to create a platform for people to continue to buy their bonds. So all those things are starting to work in their favor and starting to strengthen uh, the euro, the euro uh, as, a, as, a, as a currency. But 
another thing that is quite interesting, uh, I'm sure you've heard about, you've heard about the Brexit, mm-hmm. about Britain trying to pull out of the Eurozone. Now, somebody came out and said that actually might not be such a bad thing for the Eurozone because it means that there's less countries, there's less, more inflow uh, in terms of uh, a, a, a application, in terms of um, capital available for the, for the other countries. So that in its own is a, is a sign of positivity on that side of the euro and hence the reason why it's strengthened kindly. But I don't know how that has anything to do with anything because in any case, the pound sterling is still the strongest the currency in terms of matter. Uh, across the world. So <laughs> whether or not they're part of the euro, I don't think that will be uh, significant because they've never been part of the euro in terms of the currency that they use, the UK.